Hey everybody, and welcome to the Darkcast. This is episode number 210, and I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. Joining me today is Joel Zerlip. I am here, and I predict in two weeks I will know everything. That's impressive. Yes. And Brian Tyler. I, okay, yeah, I'll double down on that prediction. <laughs> we'll know what's going on. In a very short amount of time, we will know exactly what we predict. Uh, but yeah, this episode is all about predictions for E3, which is coming up very soon. In this episode, we are talking about the EA Conference, Bethesda, and Ubisoft. So, hope you enjoy this episode. Now on with the show. So, sorry I was late. I was, uh, I was stabbing North Koreans in the face. So, oh. <laughs> so, well... That serves them right. Yeah, right? Invaded our country. Got to stab them in the face. See, I, I think this game would actually uh, not have near as much flack if they gave it a funny name, like um, North Korean Murder Simulator 2016. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> I think I think that would have been a good title. That's the, uh, maybe, maybe we'll workshop that one a little bit more. <laughs> Those simulator games are... are you know, popular these days. Kids like those. I, I, that's true. They do. I just, that's, yeah. <laughs> that one sounds intense. That one sounds like it's not going to get published. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Outside of Jonathan's position on this, I don't know if this one should have really been published. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm, true. I'm a lone voice in this one. I know. I'm okay with I, Actually, I'm not. It kind of bothers me a little bit because there's some, like, <laughs> there's some, I, I don't, so I understand people not liking it. But there's like some serious hate going towards this game, and that I don't really understand. Um, I understand it on the consoles because those apparently have way more issues than the uh, the PC version does. Um, playing a uh, a game in 2016 with uh, like 20ish frame rate throughout that's that's not a good thing. Like a 20ish frame uh, rate that like freezes. Yeah, for like five to ten seconds every yeah, time it saves. Yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. Uh, but, like, all of the major bugs that people have talked about, like, I haven't encountered any of them. Um, and um, I actually ran into this moment that, like, I saw I saw what the game wanted to be in, like, this, like, five, ten minute kind of time frame where I was just kind of going through the world. I was going to go take down one of the uh, the strike points, which are uh, generally, it, it's, it's kind of like the bases in Far Cry, except they have a little bit of variety some of them are really simple um where you're just like going in and hacking into a terminal some of them it's kill everybody some of them it's blow up this thing it's so but they they all kind of have the same theme so i'm going to one of those and i'm going under this bridge uh kind of from in territory that i've already reclaimed into enemy territory and the next thing i know i see this guy like one of the resistance fighters just come running up beside me runs past me with a rocket launcher screaming He's like, ah! And then I see this giant Jeep kind of turn around the corner, and he just fires the rocket into the Jeep. Jeep explodes, and then all hell breaks loose. Three more big tank Jeep things roll in. A bunch of the, the enemies are there. I've got, like, resistance fighters with me fighting. I'm crafting, like, Molotov cocktails and hacking things and getting the... Uh, tanks to fight their own people and like after 10 minutes of just shooting people depleting all of my health packs and most of my ammo everybody was dead 
Like, all the North Koreans and all of my fighters. I'm the only one left. There's just fire everywhere, and I'm just like, holy shit. Bodies. <laughs> it was, yes. Just a sea of bodies everywhere. Yes. Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, there were, seriously, there was probably like 40 bodies on the ground within like a 50-foot radius of me. And it's just like, I just stop, and I'm just like, adrenaline's pumping, just like, that was intense, and that was not like a story mission, that was just the game actually acting, I think, the way that game is supposed to, to act. And I was like, if only everybody else could see that right there. But it's okay, I'm yeah. enjoying it. I would love to argue against it, but I can almost guarantee I will never play this game. Yeah, it's okay. Unless it's real cheap. But they'd have to fix the console ones first. And yes. Yeah, I don't and think that's... they're going to sell enough to want to fix it. Probably not. Uh, that, that was the thing I told Brian last week, that I, I'm enjoying it, but I would, I would have a hard time recommending it just because of the lack of polish and the horror stories that I've heard from other people of their experiences. But for myself... I'm, I'm liking it. And actually, the more I play it, like, I, I kind of actually love it. Like, it's not going to be on my top five or anything. It's it's not going to be on my honorable mentions. But, uh, but it's, a, it's a Jonathan-type game. It's a Jonathan-type game. Speaking of a Jonathan-type game, I'm enjoying I am currently building a magnum opus. Nice. Yes. How's that going? That's, uh, I, I, I picked up Mad Max for, like, 20 bucks on the PS4. Okay. And uh, it's it's going it's all right. That's you know what it's it's not bad, right? It, it is it's it oh is, yeah, it's it totally is far, I think it, Yeah, I think it is far more entertaining than it kind of had any right to be. Yeah, it's super kind of simple, but I like I like the the meatiness of uh, freaking Max's punches. Right. Um, I wish the camera would back up another like two or three feet while I'm fighting somebody, so I could see the dude pop up behind me. Hmm. Um, but other than that, like, you know, I'm having no problem just slamming through this stuff. I think the driving is, uh, once you get used to it, the driving, the driving and the combat portions of it are really good. Oh, yeah. Um, that's tearing, tearing tires off of cars. Yeah. Yeah. Endlessly fun. Yeah, that was, uh, like, when I wrote that review for that game, that was, like, that was like a 3,000-word review at the beginning because yeah. I went into so much detail about the car combat uh, because I, one of my biggest gripes with the game is that it, it's not balanced very well. Like the the like hand to hand combat is super simplistic, and the car combat actually gets kind of really in depth with all the stuff you can do to the car and all the upgrades to the car. And um, like yeah, that stuff is just super fun. And it's in some ways it's actually kind of like the um, the Batmobile uh, in and um, Arkham Knight because it's you're always just kind of almost out of control but never quite but you yes. kind of you kind of feel like you're about to lose control at any moment and I guess what makes it better in Mad Max is that you aren't constantly running into things because you're almost out Maybe of control it, yeah because of the, like the weight <laughs> is like well I can't count the number of times I've tried to drive apparently I've tried to drive the car up a wall that I wasn't quite sure was a wall <laughs> and like my car decided, nope, we're going vertical this time, and I'm like, okay. And there's all the damage, and it's like, uh, sorry, Chum Bucket, um, you, you got to fix this again. Yeah, and Chum Bucket, like he's he's awesome, he's very <laughs> a very useful um, companion. Set, you know, kind of points out when you have when there are weaknesses that you can attack. Yep, um, is very. I like his little. Uh, you know, when you leave the car, he's like, yeah. So uh, 
I'm just going to hang out here. And, yep. you know, hope you come back from your walkabout and I'm not, like, dead and dismembered over by this car. Please don't leave me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the, yeah he's he's pretty great. And I was yeah. actually really disappointed uh, towards the end. Uh, there's there's a girl character that's introduced, like a concubine or something. Hope, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, She's introduced, and she kind of becomes a love interest, and she gets captured, and that's, you know forces Max to, to act and everything. Uh-huh. And I was really kind of mad at that point because, like, 20 hours into this game, I'm far more attached to Chumbucket than I am Hope yeah, because so I've cool. seen her in, like, three cutscenes, yeah. but yet somehow Max is in love with her. I was like, yeah. this would have worked way better if you would... If you if you need to kidnap somebody to get me to act, you should have kidnapped Chumbucket. Chumbucket, yeah. That dude's... Yeah, I'm, you know, me and him, we, we drive together. Yeah. That's my wheel, man. That's right. Yeah, but yeah, no. You know what? It's all right. It yeah, is, it is to- it. totally serviceable. Yeah, it's there. I think there was a, there was some backlash to that game, and I think a lot of that actually just came from how good Fury Road was. Yes, uh, because th- it, it, this because, is like, not as good as Fury Road. And... Like this has <laughs> this has little ties to Fury Road. Like the dude you're after is like the one of the sons of a Morton Joe, right? And so like they're a little like like lore ties to it but it, it's not it, this is not fury road you're not tom hardy nope um but you know what that really you, you, you got a good gravelly voice though i, yeah, I like you the voice get past that though there's there's a good underneath to it it's not that but if you're like if once you stop going okay well it's not that so let me find out what it is i mm-hmm. think then i think then it's totally okay yeah it's um and, and again it's you know it's it's not batman it's not far cry but it's kind of this nice mashup of those yeah. two in a lot of ways. So, uh, yeah, glad you're enjoying it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Joel, anything you want to get off your chest? Any games that nobody else Whoa. particularly likes that you want to talk about before we no. get into E3? <laughs> no, I, didn't want, I didn't want to jump in on that game because I, I have... I, I was a little bit more harsh on, on Mad Max. I think the games that game was a little bit floaty for me, but um, I just didn't love the way the main character, protagonist guy controlled i, I like he doesn't he doesn't though. walk great I, no. I will totally give you that he does not move like yeah. moving him around is a little tankish yeah it's driving's little, fun yeah. now the like driving's fun but yeah yeah but i, I also it's just the part of that game's problem too is just open world fatigue it did not do anything yeah. in open world yeah. particularly great so um you know i mean oh. there were no hay barrels to jump into so <laughs> count me out yeah but there were uh, stuff to run over with your car. I think mm. it was like radio towers, right, or something? Uh, scarecrows. Yeah, scarecrows. Okay. You get to yeah, pull those right. out. And there's just people everywhere that you get to run over. So that's, that's always good. Um, but all right. So that was uh, a, a little aside there, video games that we talked about. Let's. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to predict or to speculate about or whatever. Um, three is around so, the yeah, corner. It is so close. It's coming, man. Oh, my God. We're within a month. I know. It's back again. So soon. And, like, this year has just kind of been rapid fire in some ways. It's like we had Game of the Year stuff. We had anticipation stuff. Then we had, like, normally we have a long slog of kind of nothing to talk about in some ways. But then we had episode 200 in all of its five parts. So that was kind of crazy. And then now it's E3 time. So it's like, wow, it's, it's May. It's almost the end of May. Dear God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're jumping straight into our predictions for the, uh, the main press conferences for E3 coming up here, uh, June 12th and 13th, and I'm thinking that we just kind of go in, well, first we're going to talk about the developers on this, uh, or publishers, actually, um, in this episode, in the next episode, we're going to talk about the, uh, the console, uh, manufacturers, so let's, let's just kind of go with the timeline of developers, and let's start with EA, uh, what we you know think they're gonna have, what we hope they're gonna have, and maybe what we really don't want them to have. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start because I've got some stuff go written it. down. Um, yeah, so Mass Effect Andromeda, totally, or bust. Like that's <laughs> I need Mass Effect. I don't want it. I, I know they've already said that it's you know out of 2016, and I'm totally fine with that. I, I'm not like I don't have to play that game this year. But I want to see that game. I, I don't want to see another developer diary with like concept art. I, I don't want to see another pre-rendered trailer. I want like real Mass Effecty stuff. I want renegade punches, and I want to see the new Mako. I want to see how that's gonna work. I want to see conversation wheels. I want to see aliens. I want to see Turians and Asari, and then a whole bunch of other weird ass shit. I want, like, stuff we've never seen in a Mass Effect universe before because we're going to another galaxy. So I want some some weird stuff that is, like, I don't know, just weird. Like, weirder than anything we've seen so far. <laughs> well, um, very weird. So, I mean, well, with the, with the previous Mass Effect games, a lot of the stuff uh, was really kind of based on the biology of a lot of... Um, or, you know, the look was based on things that are found on Earth in a lot of ways. It's like, okay, the Salarians are where, what if, like, salamanders became the dominant species on that planet? What would that kind of look like if they became bipedal and whatnot? And the the Turians are very bird-like, and, you know, a lot of things have, I don't know, kind of a root in some kind of reality. Like, everything looks alien but everything kind of looks like it could exist in some ways, with the exception of, like, maybe the Hanar, which, you know, float and have tendrils and are kind of like giant jellyfish, which I guess, you know, jellyfish, so maybe they are realistic. I don't know. But uh, I just I want some stuff that's that's really far out there that kind of doesn't make, se- make sense how it exists. Um... Yeah, Mass Effect. I want I want real gameplay and just awesome, cool stuff. So my guess is they lead with that or into with that. Sure. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely a good like. That seems like a tentpole. So one of those yeah. two. Absolutely. Although EA, I mean, they have a huge. I mean, this is a big show for them because um, mm-hmm. they've already announced they're going to show Titanfall two. Yes, uh, and they're going to show Battlefield One, which I still hate that name, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Battlefield One. <laughs> so those are two games. Not only they they're going to show, but it's also going to be playable that day. Um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Those are two, uh, although different settings, similar experiences. Um, online multiplayer shooters. So yeah, I hope that yeah, like, differentiate those two. Exactly. I, I really want to see how they're going to kind of draw those two apart because in the end it's all it's still just kind of shooting on a battlefield yeah Uh, so you know they really got to kind of get out there and be like no no this one you know this is definitely more focused in this direction and this one you know you're going to see these kind of big fights and this kind of thing going on here 
because if they could show if they could prove that everybody the like that they're they've got a home for everybody this holiday i think that goes a longer way uh than you know just than call of duty just going hey we're in space right in space yes yeah because yeah. EA, ea doesn't have to in in, in the in the mind of having to kind of balance everything and, and make the books even out with something like Call of Duty, um, you don't have to attack that with one thing anymore. If you've got a World War One game, which is kind of not I, I, based on the reception, I would say not exactly a um, a long shot, but something that's you know almost like hey, that you're probably going to get a, a some sort of investment in this. Um, and then uh, you know, like Titanfall was good. Um, and they they've already kind of set their expectations and saying that it's not going to uh, be as big as the last one right away because the pack in is just not going to be there as far as you know like like putting it with the Xbox One exclusively. But they're going to get a lot they're going to get a lot of people who are into it because it's going multi platform this time. I I think they're going to get more people into it just because it's going to have a single player this time. Like yes. I, I've I've wanted right to be excited about Titanfall for a long time and. Now I can be. I think they put the same <laughs> exactly. craft, the same craft that they put into like the uh, the modern warfare stories, um, into that you know like that 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 respawn <laughs> the, uh, the single player stuff. I think it's gonna be great. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's you know, it's it's you know, a whole lot of uh, Infinity Ward guys, so they know how to make a a well crafted campaign. So I I'm I'm. Not like thoroughly excited because I, I don't really have a background to be truly excited about this game, but just the premise of it. Obviously, giant robots cool. Now it's giant robots with swords. That's cooler. Um, hopefully, there's some laser swords in there because you know it kind of makes sense with giant robots that they wouldn't just have like normal swords. So right. I, I don't know. Laser swords would be nice. Totally uh, but then also having a, a portion of the game that I would actually want to play. Um, so that's that could be fun. I hope that's fun. I think that's a big one for him. I think Battlefield's already got its user base, and I don't think, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront. I don't think it's going to. If you, if you loved that game, I don't think that necessarily the parallels are there to draw you into the next Battlefield One game. I I, I think a lot of people went to Star Wars Battlefront for Star Wars, whereas Titanfall oh, yeah. I think still has. Obviously, it was only an Xbox One game, so it's now going multi-platform. You guys just mentioned like the single-player stuff, uh, and quite frankly, this is kind of like you always figure like that first game is kind of a tester. So it'll be really interesting to see how they really push that game um, without trying to just totally devastate uh, its user base for Battlefield One, um, which is also still going to go up against Call of Duty. So you have a lot of multiplayer shooters this fall. Mm-hmm. Not to mention uh, a certain Blizzard game that just came out this week. Yep, there's a lot oh, yeah. out there. So there's a, there's a lot. It's it's I, you got to really show something to differentiate yourself in that market. Yeah. Yeah, and then I mean, what Battleborn just came out earlier this month. Yeah. I think and, that game. Uh, I, think that game uh, I, I would be really. Wayside really surprised if that game is still being talked about come the end of the year. Oh, I'm not saying it's going to be talked yeah. about. I'm just talking about the, the sheer saturation of the multiplayer shooter market. Right yeah, now. no, no, no. Oh, there, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that that one's going to get to keep any of its real estate. Hmm. 
I have no idea. I played the the beta and I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't want to play this. <laughs> no, I, I mean I liked it. I just there was nothing grabbing me to want to jump into that world. Nope. Sure. But I don't know. It's interesting because you have those two games, and then you have obviously they're going to have a sports section. Yeah. <sighs> what, what famous athlete do they mark <laughs> out this year? Uh, if they want the one guy in the back of the press conference to scream really loud, it would be someone like Roger Federer, but that's probably <laughs> not going to happen. So, In my mind, I'm thinking, when, I, when, I, when I said that question, I'm like, Joel is going to throw out this person, and it's probably going to be Federer, and I'm so <laughs> glad I was right. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if they, if he is injured uh, now. Would, so you, would you accept a Sampras or an Agassi? Sure. No. I mean, okay. you could be Johnny Mac if, uh, if that's what it takes. Don't, yeah, yeah, well, you know, John, I, right about now, Johnny Mac shows up for just about anything. Sure. Exactly. Well, not to mention, great, he, was, so he was the commentator for Grand Slam Tennis 2. Yeah. He was terrible, but he was on there. He's terrible. Um, Heck, they could just make that game or topspin backwards compatible. Obviously not EA, but I would be fine with that too. Just give me something. I think it's been six years. My favorite Johnny John McEnroe appearance. um, Have you ever seen the movie Wimbledon? Oh, Um, yeah. Yes, uh, when he's doing the the uh, the commentary for that, and at one point, like stuff goes awry, he goes, "Man, I would have burned down the stadium by now." Yep. I'm like, yep, yeah. that's totally him. I love how he's just totally doubled down on... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, him that's his Mack. personality, that's it. Yeah. It wasn't the tennis, it was the, the I will light everything on fire to get my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, unfortunately, in all reality, they're, they actually, I think, will probably spend less time on sports this year than they have previously. I think you'll just see FIFA, Madden, and... Uh, maybe NHL. Uh, NBA Live's already got pushed next year, which means they definitely won't show it. I uh, don't see a golf game coming from them anytime soon, and uh, the UFC game already is out, so I, I who knows? They'll get someone. I mean, maybe Rob Gronkowski will be there because he's the cover athlete for uh, Madden, but yeah, I would not expect much at all for sports this year. I think they're going to focus on the two shooters and uh, Mass Effect, and then Maybe. What do you guys think? Star Wars, of some sort. Um, I, I would. I would they like were, to hear something from Star Wars because Visceral said that Star Wars that the Battlefront is coming. The the next Battlefront is coming out next year, and that Visceral's not doing anything until 2018. So I would not. Oh be God! 2018. 2018. Yep. Holy cow! Yeah, Battle, Battlefront is their Star Wars release. Battlefront Two is their Star Wars release next year. 2018? 2018, yep. That's, wow, okay. Yeah, so I I would not be surprised if we didn't see anything from their, from like the Visceral slash Amy Henning Star Wars camps until next year. Man, Alan's going to be so sad. Yeah. (laughs) I I was kind of bummed too, man. I'm really looking forward to a, like a really decently playing Star Wars game that's not like a massive shooter. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, the only one that's out right now is the Disney Infinity game, and that's canceled, so... Exactly. You know, that's the only other Star Wars game. Um, well, like, recently... I would love for somebody to get off of their collective butts and, like, make a Batman-esque Marvel game of some variety. Sure. Like, I cannot believe that Disney hasn't farmed out, 
like the Avengers to someone to make a game from. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Maybe this year, well, maybe now. EA. Maybe EA. Maybe we see that. Well, um, uh, Respawn is also, they're working on a game besides uh, Titanfall 2. They're working on a Star Wars they game. They also have a Star Wars game, yes. Um, I, I think they said it was going to be a third-person action-oriented game or something I believe like they that. said that as well, yes. Um, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it wasn't just like they're working on a shooter, so that's uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they yeah, no, are... The way it was mentioned, it was definitely different no, different than the one that Visceral was working on, and different from stuff that they've done in the past. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a... It's supposed to be an action, um... Action... Excuse me. It's supposed to be an action-adventure uh, game. And they've already been working on it for two years, apparently. So maybe we could maybe see we could two things. Maybe that could be kind of cool. I don't know. The way they I, threw that out there, they were they were very like in that call. They were like, "We get Star Wars next year in the form of Battlefront 2. Hopefully, they change their minds because I think you 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 give us something else. Because I there were there were a lot of people that were not happy with Battlefront. Except right. for the guys at EA who were real happy with Battlefield. Oh, really? <laughs> they, they, they loved, loved the check that they got for that. Oh, I mean, they. I can. I would bet a thousand dollars that they say how great Battlefront is, and they will definitely show something for Battlefront at oh, EA's. Oh office. yeah. Oh yeah. We'll see something for oh, this we'll Battlefront. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and I don't even know if they'll go to Rogue One, but actually, I wanted to touch on something earlier. You were talking about, you know, Disney trying to invest. I think now that they've stepped out of the video game industry, you will see people like EA potentially make an Avengers game or EA jump again to make a Disney game. I don't think you'll see like a Finding Dory game or like we used to see with the movie times, but I do think yeah. you'll see them start to take advantage of those licenses. Yeah, I think we could see that. I think you're. You're right on the money there, Joel, that uh, since they are no longer making games themselves, that they hopefully can more freely kind of license that stuff out. And, I mean, people have seen the success of the Batman games. Like, they, they know if you make an actual good game, people will play it. People will well, ask for three I mean, more of those games. Been, uh, they don't even have to look further than Disney Infinity. I mean, yeah. they, they made yeah. bad decisions on the toys, but the, the games themselves sold really well. They did. Uh, in fact, and I, in fact I can't... the more you hear about it, it was more infighting within Disney uh, trying to get stuff. Uh, I mean, the rumors were that they, the next version of Disney Infinity was actually going to have some sort of story mode, which they've fought to have in those games for so long. Yeah. But you couldn't get those properties to agree on anything. Right, and like some kind of combined story mode where like you yeah. can just use all the figures in the, the main game. Somehow they're okay with the so 20 cool. Kingdom Hearts games, but... Uh, Heaven forbid uh, Marvel and Lucas get in there. So, <laughs> so just a quick update on um, on Disney Infinity for myself. I I've bought I can't buy any more Disney Infinity figures. I've bought all the Marvel Disney Infinity. I have Yondu for crying out loud. There were a lot of Yondus that were produced, so that there, is not were. a rare rare supply. No, they're 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 not. But they also I assume weren't bought very much, which I, I think. I was one of the articles I was reading about Both Disney Yondu Infinity and the Hulk. Apparently, were the most produced and kind of least bought figures. Well, I don't know who I had to yeah. look up Yondu. I guess that's from Guardian, so I yeah. now I remember that character. Yeah, uh, he Hulk was the blue guy from. Sense. Hulk's like I love Hulk. Like I, I don't. I, in fact, wasn't that a pack-in? Uh, no, Hulk was not a pack-in. Okay. 
Uh, oh no, Thor, right. I remember seeing it. It was he was a huge. Yeah, he's a pretty big, big one. Thor, um, Iron Man, and Black Widow were the pack-ins for uh, the Avengers playsets. Got it. Um, so it it was actually kind of weird. Uh, like as far as Guardians go, uh, they I feel I feel like Yondu would have made a better pack-in because I mean seriously, who wants Yondu? Uh, but instead, they had uh, Star Lord and Gamora as the packins, which makes sense because you want to have Rocket and Groot as the extra ones because people are going to go buy Rocket and Groot. Yeah, because you have to go buy Rocket and Groot. Yeah, if if they're the ones that are packed in, it's like, well, I don't need anybody else. I'm good. Um, Spider Man was kind of weird. It it had Spider Man and Nova. Uh, the extra ones were Iron Fist and uh, Nick Fury. I think, I think those were the only extras. I could see that people passing um, on those two. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I have I have all the Marvel ones. I have all of the Star War one Star Wars ones, except the ones that are related to the uh, Star Wars Rebel TV show, uh, because I, I really don't care about them. So Brian, don't buy me one, okay? Because then I'll have to buy <laughs> the others. Really this conversation. I'm not, I know. I'm not gonna do that to you. I know. I'm just reiterating. Yes. Just don't. Yeah. Don't do it. To, to, no, yeah. you want, my, then you have to get them my, all. my minor OCD will take yes. over and I'll have to buy the other three or four or however many they are. Uh, because that makes more sense than just selling the one that you bought me because I can't do that because I was <laughs> giving it as a gift and it, yeah Any, anyway anyway EA uh, maybe more Star Wars games uh, this year from respawn that I feel like that's kind of a, a long shot considering we don't know anything about it except that it's a Star Wars game and it's made by respawn um, but it's been in development enough. Maybe we'll get, you know, at least a trailer. I think that would be really cool. Uh, just because, I, I don't know, it, it's kind of weird. And in some ways it makes sense because you go back like 10 years and licensed properties are just everywhere. Um, and I feel like a lot of those opportunities were really squandered. So I can understand EA trying to be really guarded with the, the property and not wanting to oversaturate their own market with... Star Wars titles, but at the same time, I feel like one game, one Star Wars game every other year is not enough Star Wars games. Agreed. Once, I, I mean, in, in prediction time, I guess, uh, after Rogue One blows by almost every other movie that comes out this year um, with money, uh, EA's got to be looking <laughs> like, how do we get these games out quicker? <laughs> like, yeah. This is this is nuts, and not not to mention I have to imagine with Battlefront selling so well, um, there might even be more than two games, uh, Star Wars games already, or three Star Wars games in production. I, mean, I, like, I like that they've got a plan for Star Wars games. Like, I don't know if they do. So well, <laughs> I, it, it seems it like we don't know what it is yet, but it seems that at least that they the balls are in motion. So that it looks like things are happening. Because you have a couple big names attached. You have a couple, like, um, what was it? It was Stig that was attached to the one in uh, for Respawn. That made everybody kind of go like, oh, is this going to be another Force Awakened or like a God of War, Star Wars thing? Because mm-hmm. um, it was a guy, yeah, it was him from Son- uh, uh, Santa Monica. Right. Um, and then, you know, Amy's with the, she's doing the Visceral one? Yes. 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 And then wasn't Jade brought in to run something else? She's also working on the visceral one. Yeah, oh, she's that also the, yep. okay. So, so but it know, sounds like when really... Amy got on board, she restarted that project. So whatever they were working on, that got or retooled it. Yeah, it sounded like that might have got a reboot when she took the helm. Yeah, 
Not that's not confirmed. That's total uh, rumor. No, I remember reading something akin to you know that that sounded that way. But I, I yeah, look, I, I think this is EA's. Uh, this is a great year for them. I think they have a huge opportunity to yeah. nail a press conference where they have consistently failed. But I will say, if you re listen to last year's press, uh, us predicting press conferences, I said the same thing. I think they have the best chance every year to have a great conference, and they always find ways to make them terrible. Their ways to success would be keep it short, keep it to about an hour conference, don't talk about mobile and just run through everything you have even if it's early show us some teasers of some of that star wars stuff i think but don't but nuts. don't show us behind the scene footage no. and concept art no i don't because they see did that back. one year and that was that was not good a video of someone's computer screen that just doesn't work with well somebody their computer screen and then what's on their computer screen blurred out yeah exactly um, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, the new time slot happening on Monday being the first show. Uh, I mean, they've got plenty of time. They've got Sunday, like right? six Sunday. hours. Sunday. Sorry, Sunday. The, the first the first day. Um, yes. That's usually Monday. I'm confusing myself. Uh, but on Sunday, um, they've got the first time slot. Uh, they've got, I, dear God, I hope it doesn't last seven hours or six hours. But they've got plenty of time. They don't have to worry about going over somebody else's. Uh, conference, which is good, but yeah, I, I think they really need to just tighten things up, because I mean, like, last year's conference wasn't terrible in terms of content, it was just, there were things like the, I think there was a Minions game, and... They spent a lot of time on Minions. Paradise. Yeah. That and, and Pele. And Pele, yeah, and it's like, Pele's cool, but we don't really need to talk to him for 20 minutes about a game that he doesn't actually know anything about. Well, he didn't like, talk and, about the game. He just talked about like his time about in soccer, which <laughs> his soccer, uh, yeah, which is fine. I don't even know if he was in that game beside Ultimate Team, so <laughs> yeah, I think that's which is just a card game. Too. So I don't know why yeah. that matters, but yeah, I, look, they're they do make a lot of money off their sports games, so they're going yeah. to show them, and they make a ton of money off those stupid card games, which are in their sports games, uh, which have microtransactions, which just still blows my mind, but. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they will spend some time on sports games. That'll still piss fifty percent of the people watching off. But um, I think they, I think they have the ability to make a really short and sweet press yeah. conference. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, to me, though, they, they're not making games I'm super interested in. Battlefield's not a game I'm interested in. Um, you know, uh, Battlefront's not a game. Titanfall, maybe if the single player looks cool. Um, right. right. Oh, maybe we'll see. A, I, I, Mirror's Edge comes out right as that press conference happens, or like right uh, around then? right before it, June seventh. I was actually right. just looking that up. So, yeah. I assume it'll show up in some way, just because that's way too soon. It's some sort of sizzle reel, I'm sure. Yeah. So, do we see know, I, any of NBA Live? No, 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 no. no. I think the the news came out because of they weren't going because they weren't going to show it at E3. Nor do you want to see anything about NBA Live. No, I honestly, I'm even surprised they're still going. They're going. For I'm it. shocked. The fact that they had to delay another one—that just, I, yeah, I don't even know why. Unfortunately, this last game got worse. So, like, they were on an upward trajectory of getting better, but this last one was definitely not good. So, we'll see. Yeah, it, it'll just be FIFA, Madden, my guess. Maybe NHL, maybe. 
Do you think we'll see anything from uh, PopCap? So they ju- they released um, Garden Warfare two earlier this year. They just put out a season or a um, add on expansion for that game recently, like the last week or so. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, what would they? Sh- they wouldn't show another Plants for Zombies. Maybe. Pagan? I don't know. Maybe Three? maybe maybe PopCap could make something else. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Maybe they could make a Star Wars game. Who knows? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Star Wars Pagle? That'd probably make a lot more money than everything else that they'd show that day. <laughs> be like number one uh, on the App Store. Yeah, that that probably would be. That's that's totally true. Stormtroopers versus Rebels. Yeah. Um, it's kind of actually that honestly, just thinking about that now, it's it's kind of amazing they haven't already exploited right. that. Right. <laughs> I think the same thing. Oh man. But uh, yeah, so I yeah again for me Mass Effect that how much time they spend on Mass Effect will directly influence um, whatever rating I give them. I mean they're already down to a B if they don't show kind of game, so that's that that that's my uh, two cents. My only I guess my one prediction is maybe they'll show something of that open world three D. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me try to try that again. Open world third person game that they keep saying they want to make. They want to get in that industry. They are that kind of genre. They keep saying they want to. I think the last try, time they did that was uh, the Godfather, which actually weren't bad games. I would not be surprised if we see some sort of tease for something uh, of the Assassin's Creed kind of genre. Uh, Publishing Mafia Three. Two uh, K. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. Just trying to think of that. It's yeah, it's been a while since EA has done anything like that. That was made by Redwood, which is now Visceral. So they're yeah. not making a Godfather no. game or no. And like I, I don't think it'd be Godfather. I think they were... right. No, just yeah. something in that vein. Uh, just looking at you know who made the last one. Are they currently untapped? But no, they've been making a Star Wars game for like five years. So. Um, so, yeah. But th- that's my prediction. Would be uh, a-, a surprise new IP open world uh, third person game. That would be nice. Um, I'd... While I would kind of like it to be something open world, I'd, I would kind of like just something else. There's a lot of open world game. Like Mirror's Edge is going to be open world. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I want them to do an open world game, but yeah, something new, something fresh, new IP would be absolutely great to see. Uh, but I honestly don't think we're actually going to see that. All right, Personally. Brian, did you have any predictions? Um, I think that we're not going to see. I know we're not going to see a, a Need for Speed this year. Oh, um, right. I think we will see something racing like. Ooh, I think we'll see. Uh, well, some sort of racing is going to come out. I don't know, like. My head tells me that it's going to be something, like, actual and, like, realistic, and it's something that I'm not going to be interested in. My heart is, like, aching for a new arcade racer. Sure. Just something fun and light and, I, I don't know, you know, throw throw something in there you haven't used. EA All-Stars racing. Pele, Star Wars characters, <laughs> all, you know, yeah, just make it... Make it real dumb. 
put it out there for like 15 bucks like big heads throwing turtle shells i mean just go nuts just go nuts with it well so criterion did announce some kind of game they it, i think there were like atvs involved you see a burnout I don't know if we'll see a burnout, but maybe we'll see something from Criterion because we haven't seen anything from them since Need for Speed Most Wanted. And they had, was it, what was it? Was it last year or was it two years ago where they had that, hey, we're doing something and here's all this live action footage. Two two years ago. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I was talking about with like an, I think there was an ATV or a motorcycle in there or something. Uh, But yeah, that was, that was two years ago. That was when they did all of the, just like behind the scenes. We don't actually have anything to show you. So we're just going to show you people working on stuff. Um, Yeah, I would, I would really like to see something from, from Criterion. Uh, They have shrunk big time. I think they're down to like 20, 30 people. Which is nuts, but um, yeah, I'd like to see him do something. Something. All right. Uh, I guess moving on. We moving on. All right, we're we're moving on. Uh, so next in line is is Bethesda. Um, so Bethesda had a surprisingly good conference last year. Uh, they they kind of came out swinging and they were you know pretty short and sweet i think it was a little over an hour uh they showed a lot of trailers for things they spent a lot of time on fallout 4 and everybody got excited and like there wasn't a whole lot of fluff there was that weird elder scrolls card game that i don't think has come out yet uh but yeah there was odd things like that but they announced dishonored 2 so i was happy um but yeah so bethesda i think is I think in some ways uh, Bethesda this year is in the most difficult position because like Fallout Three, they're or Fallout Three, Fallout Four, they're kind of ace in the hole last year. Uh, that's been released, so they they may talk about DLC for Fallout Four because uh, that's still kind of being pumped out right now. But um, but yeah, they had a really good freshman year, and it's going to take a lot to top that. Yes, and I don't know if they have anything in their lineup to top that. Um, I have no idea what they're going to do. I was actually really surprised they announced another press conference. So I feel like that's got to mean that there's something else of Elder Scrolls or Fallout-like in the works. Because they have to have kind of a big anchor. Maybe this. Maybe, yes. or they're just those games have been so successful for them that they're able to still to do this conference and hoping maybe games like um, Dishonored Two do better because of them because going of big at E three again, um, making that maybe their temple. But I'm with you. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, uh, on top of that, they've they've coming off of they they had a, they're, they're having a huge wave right now with Doom. Oh yes. Um, so which I, mean, I don't know if they expected. I don't know either. Like the way that kind of came out, it was it, it was like almost as under the radar as you could have gotten outside of some like you know like online like ads and stuff like that. Yeah, and that that like the, I, it was almost kind of like man, I hope this just hits and maybe we'll get some good press out of it. And then for it to be such a collective like oh god, okay, good, you guys didn't ruin it. It's great. It's fine. Excellent. 
Yeah, and it's also kind of crazy because the kind of collective thought a month ago when they did the open beta was that the multiplayer is just garbage and yeah. everybody was kind of mad. And so it coming out, like, I was I was expecting to not hear anything about it. And then it just, it exploded. Like, people freaking love that game. Right. And, <laughs> most of the people, and most of the time, if you ask somebody who's played it, they're like, yeah, the multiplayer is still kind of like, eh, whatever. But that single player is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic! That is so fast. Like I, I, I'm speaking to somebody who has only watched it and not played it because those are generally not my types of shooters. Yeah, mm-hmm. but hot damn, that thing looks good. Yeah, the the more I see of it, the more I'm like, that doesn't look like a game I really want to play like traditionally, but I kind of want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like at sixty dollars, that's too much of a commitment for me. Yeah, to I'm not. A, I'm not gonna do that. Coming out. But when I see that, like maybe for twenty, that is a that is a kind of an instant pickup. It's like you know what? No, I got to do this. I'll play it for like an hour after my kids go to bed at night. You know, just to just to, to rip things in half. Yeah. But like like hot like the the kind of um, humor that they built into that, and like in the fact that it doesn't take itself very seriously while taking itself seriously, mm-hmm. is like the 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 perfect perfect touch and given what they were kind of working on before which is like this super serious almost like call of duty meets doom mashup thing that they had like for somebody whoever it was that came in and was like no we are not doing this um like bless them because yeah they they totally hit it right on the head with this Mm -hmm. and i think that 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 that's gonna throw a lot of um kind of goodwill their way come this press conference and allow sure. kind of maybe maybe something crazier that they've been working on to kind of shine. Sure. And, and that actually the the success of Doom I feel like actually lends more credence to my prediction from earlier this year that machine games, the guys that made Wolfenstein are going to make a Quake game. Definitely possible, especially I okay. that goes right after what Brian was just saying, uh, you know, uh, there's some goodwill for Wolfenstein. There's some goodwill for Doom. Why not go back to Quake? Uh, I don't want that game at all. I don't want Doom either. Like watching Doom is like, nope, that's too fast. No, thanks. Whatever machine games makes next, I want. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) And I can can say from listening to a lot of people who played Doom that the the moment they're like, oh, hey, man, this Doom is great. The very next words out of their mouth are, man, what are they going to do with Quake now? Sure. Because everybody who want, everybody who loved Doom is it was like crazy for stuff like for like Quake 2, especially. But that would mean that the foresight at Bethesda said, hey, this game's still going to be a hit, even though people aren't super favorable on it in this beta or even before that. Uh, from earlier impressions, people really weren't that interested in Doom. Like, I don't think it's yeah, really last think, year. I don't think we see anything gameplay okay. wise. I you think, think maybe, maybe a logo throws I think up. Maybe we get a logo. I sure. think maybe we get you know like two guys out there talking. Like, hey man, wouldn't it be great if we did something real cool next? And just the lights go out, and just the Quake logo kind of appears on the screen, and people collectively lose their shit. That that could be a really strong finisher for them. Like just you know, like a real nice and one yeah. more thing. Yep. Yeah, but uh, going back to predictions or whatever on Bethesda, 
I I would love it. I mean, it would be forget EA doing a new IP, Bethesda doing a new IP would be just an actual new IP like open world, th- like third person, first person RPG that in the vein of yeah. uh, Elder Scrolls or Fallout, but not in a established franchise would be just incredible. Uh, but they're not cool. going to do that. <laughs> that would be really cool. Um, yeah, I, I agree. They're not going to, but. Uh, kind of taking their methodology to open world gameplay to a different setting could prove to be really interesting. Um, that Not would be something Jonathan and I are probably going to enjoy, but uh... so, something I would give a shot once exactly. it's ten dollars, and then I'll spend <laughs> okay. I'll spend about fifteen hours with it. Half of that time being modding it and breaking it, but uh, yeah, I would I would do that. I'd go for twenty five bucks, but that's just me. <laughs> just because I, I, by the time it's ten bucks, I would have forgotten about it. But I, I also I don't play PC games, so my games never get to ten dollars. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. They're not going to do that. I I am no. with you though, Jonathan. Your initial thought of they have to have something to make this press conference worthwhile. Um, my hope would be something like that, but I, I admit such a, such a loss for why they're doing a press conference that I, it's really hard to predict what they're going to do. Indeed. Besides uh, expansions for stuff they already have out. Right. And I, I think we're going to get some lengthy uh, some gameplay of Dishonored 2. I think sure. that's going to be some... I think that's going to be one of the large portions of the show is talking about that, uh, which I'm super excited for because I loved Dishonored. Oh my god! So I'm very much ready for Dishonored two. Do what? That is due out this year, right? Yes. Okay. I don't think it's actually been officially announced. I think it's like tentatively this year, but I don't. I don't even think there's like a fall 2016 on that one. Oh, I thought there was. Um, You would know. I'm pretty sure there is is not actually a date, like a real date attached to that. It's kind of like um, everybody assumed Horizon Zero Dawn was coming out this year, but that's apparently not, and they never actually said that it was. November so, 11th, uh, 2016. Dishonor- oh, yeah, so it does have a date. It I'm a liar. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And wait, oh. Horizon doesn't? Let me look it up. Uh, no, that's uh, Zero Dawn. I'm pretty sure I heard not too long ago that that got postponed to next year. They had a real big... They, they were showing it off. They had a real big sign-up for it in a, a thing. No, release date. It's saying 2016 on its wiki page. There's no... Uh, there's no date attached to it yet, but it, it is definitely showing 2016 so far. Yeah, but the date there doesn't actually mean anything. I'm just listen. I'm just going off by the the printed word, sir. It's on the internet. It's got to be true, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't remember where it was, but there was something that I read not too long ago that uh, made me think that it was um, that it was going to be postponed to like early next year. I don't remember what it was. I don't. I don't I want like... to be right. I want to see this later on this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why, because honestly, it would probably be better like next year. Although there's stuff coming out next year too, so it's never it's never a good time. Right. Right. And on the official like PlayStation page, it just says TBC. So lovely. 
man, it's, uh, okay. Well, we'll get to Sony at a different point, but we will. But so yeah, I was I was totally wrong about Dishonored, and actually, Brian, you saying the dates, I now remember seeing that because I was like, oh, it's another November 11th game. That's cool. Skyrim was released on November 11th. Um, so this uh, this comes out five years after to the day. That's neat. Um, so yeah, I totally forgot about that. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Dishonored is going to be a huge part of the conference. Would love to see some some Doom. I think we'll or love to see some Quake or whatever uh, Machine Games is making next. If they want to make Wolfenstein two or six or whichever Wolfenstein this is, I'd I'd like to see that or something new. Like in some ways, I think Machine Games would actually be the most poised to make something new. Um, if Bethesda was going to launch a new IP, uh, because that's a you know relatively new studio. And they've only made one game in an expansion, so they're not necessarily pigeonholed. Uh, so that could see something brand new from them. Definitely but, good. Uh, whatever it is, would I would I want to see it? I want to play it. So uh, so yeah. And then uh, actually, in, in our uh, article that'll be going up uh, sometime after uh, the podcast posts, uh, Rom mentions that he would like to see something from Tango Gameworks, which is the company that made Evil Within. So maybe we'll see some sort of Resident Evil, Evil Within-like game from them. Who knows? Um, I won't play that, but (laughs) we might see it. (laughs) Uh, Look at that game from afar, whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, any other thoughts on Bethesda before we move on to the final publisher? No, that one's a mystery to me. Alrighty. So the last one, and uh, one of the last shows of E3, uh, is the Ubisoft conference. And uh, this is, this one's going to be interesting, because they, they don't have an Assassin's Creed game to spend lots of time on. Oh, they, they will. An Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> that's that's true. We'll probably get to watch half the movie in the uh, uh, <laughs> in the conference. Fastbender shows up. Yes, it, no? I could see it. Yeah. Okay. I could definitely see it. Yeah. Uh, I yeah no I, I do think you're going to see a quick glimpse of 2017 Assassin's Creed game. Okay. I I don't think it'll be much because they don't want to overexpose it, but uh, I think. <laughs> That's funny, Joel. Uh, come on, they've had to have learned their lesson by now. No. They have to. No. No, they know that by overexposing things, well, there's people like us that are constantly watching them, and we yeah. get sick and tired of all the overexposure. But the people that aren't paying attention, that overexposure just barely seeps into their world. They get hyped about it. And then games like Watch Dogs and The Division, which we were all almost sick of before they came out, or completely sick of before they came out, still sold bananas. So, actually, I, I would not be surprised at all to see a lot of Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, I think we'll see Watch Dogs 2. I think, I think we're actually going to see a fair amount of The Division at the conference. You're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right about that one. Because uh, they they just can't let the division go, man. That's they've oh. been talking about it for too long. It they, it's just going to be at every E3 from now on. Has any of their uh, season pass come out yet? 
Uh, they've been releasing updates, but I don't know if they've had any paid updates come out. So I, I don't think so. So I, I think we're going to see some big, like, like full-on expansion-style stuff. Um, and probably some talk of how well the Division is doing. Sure. Because they're going to talk about that. Um, we've got the uh, the new Ghost Recon game that's coming out. So maybe we'll Lands. See, yeah, maybe we'll see some more of that. I don't know. Uh, if, if we're going to see a Tom Clancy game that I'm going to care about, I would really like to see a new Splinter Cell. Uh, Clint Hawking is back at, uh, at Ubisoft now. He moved from Amazon to Ubisoft last year. He's at the Toronto studio, which made Splinter Cell Blacklist. So I would, I would love to see a new Splinter Cell. Um, that would be just, that'd just be nice. But uh, I tell you, the, the thing that I want to see more than anything else is some more Ubi Art games. Because oh, they, they made two, and then they never talked about it ever again. I'm still not sure um, why either. I don't know. That one, that one boggles me. And Rayman, like we haven't seen a Rayman since Legend, which came out in like what 2013. Yeah. So it. And I mean, like seriously, if if Beyond Good and Evil doesn't show its face this year, it's it's gone. There is no Beyond Good and Evil two. There is. It's on the Wii U. Do you know how? Do what? It's, it's it's yeah. It's coming on the Wii U or the NX. Okay, sure. I'll believe that when I see it. No, it's it. Hold on, it's been confirmed. What? No, it hasn't. What are you What are you talking about? What websites do you look at? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not dark. He used to get all of his news from us, but we stopped doing news, so he just makes things up now. I had to go to other places. Definitely not darkstation.com. Other places. So maybe it's not. Okay, look, maybe confirmed was too strong. I think that was way too strong. Yeah, maybe, okay. Maybe it was too strong. I got I get excited about things. Uh, that, would, no reason, that would be a no thing. To get excited, to, but, like, people I listen to get excited about this game, so I was... I thought it was coming. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I had thought, I had read or heard somewhere that, like, Nintendo had kind of locked it up. So, there was a rumor, uh, there was an article posted, or articles posted back at the beginning of March this year, that Nintendo was funding uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, but uh, maybe okay, yeah, maybe that's where I got it. That's probably when, where I got it from. When asked, um, both studios said that there was they had nothing. They didn't comment on rumors or speculation. So that may just be wild rumor, or you know, maybe I'll finally have a reason to buy another Nintendo console. More than likely, it'll spoke. It'll be supposed to, or it will be slated for the NX, and then right before it comes out, it's going to get postponed six months, and then it'll come out for everything. Um, and that will keep me from buying another Nintendo console. Uh, just like Rayman Legends. There you go. <laughs> Rayman Legends is a good game. It is! I've bought it like three times. What did I do that? does not surprise me at all. No, 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 not at all. I think it was free on uh, PlayStation Plus or uh, Xbox Live at some point. That's. I hope a lot of people downloaded it then, because that is a fantastic game. I would say they probably yeah. haven't since uh, they're not making another one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I would love to see another Rayman game, but uh, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I, I would even more yeah. prefer the UbiArt prediction, but uh, man, maybe. Uh, so you, you you mentioned Ghost Recon. 
Uh, the division definitely going to be there. Watchdogs two going to be there. For Honor will probably yeah. be back and uh, bore everyone to tears. I hope yeah. not, but it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's slated for this fall. Um, I think maybe I don't know. I'm just making up things now. Uh, it does not have a release date applied. There to you me. go. So um, they may announce it as coming out this fall. I, uh, they may. They may announce it. But uh, that is still currently, yeah, up in the air. I, I have no idea. I think it's I. I don't know. That's a, a weird game. Maybe they'll actually explain some more of it instead of hosting a fake multiplayer match uh, where we get to hear people, you know, fake talk. Smack each talk. Other. Yeah, that's that's always fun. Yeah, I, um, I, that game looks terrible to me. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know why they're making that one. I, I, it looks really cool until they said it was a multiplayer game, and I'm like, nope, not interested yeah. at all. Yeah, I feel you on that one. I was real excited at the beginning. I'm like, ooh, I like this time period. Let's do it. Nope, not interested yeah. anymore. Yeah, I think it may. I think it's supposed to have some sort of multi or single, single player, player part you, to it. You know, that'll probably just be like bots. Yeah. yeah. The guy that was that, that did it had a cane last year, and he looked very intense about that game. If I remember that, correctly, yeah, that dude was super intense was about super that game. <laughs> yes. I was sitting next to Michael Pactor, who scoffed the entire time that presentation was happening. <laughs> that's great. That's that's excellent. Uh, your own pack attack moment. Yes, that was just my like, own like oddly scoffing, just like ah, yeah, right. It's not, yeah, just nope. shaking his head, like, <laughs> what are you guys trying to do? Um, not to mention, he was also sitting very much like you'd expect Pack taking up a couple seats, you know, leaning back, pretending like he, it was his press conference that he was taking in. Definitely getting prepped for the pack attacks party. Uh, later that day, but uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting to see just his uh, moment-to-moment reactions to stuff. He was not, uh, he was definitely, if you just focused on him, you could tell when Ubi was doing well and when they weren't doing well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's pretty funny. Uh, Yeah, I I really hope, in terms of just their conference, I hope Ubisoft kind of dials it back a little bit this year. Uh, because last year I felt was just kind of a jumbled mess. Um, I think it was either three or four years ago. Uh, one of the first ones that Aisha Tyler hosted, like it was kind of awkward and fumbly and she didn't really seem comfortable. And then like the next two years were pretty good. Like everything kind of had a flow to it. Um, and then last year it just seemed like they were like, Hey, cranking things up to 11 like everybody seems to like so let's crank it up to 14 and it's just yeah i don't know it just seems oh no 11 was way fine. too chaotic 11 was fine. uh yeah so i kind of hope they they dial it back a, a little bit this year um do we know is she gonna be there or is she the host again i assume so i have no idea fact checker <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one I haven't heard much about the Ubisoft press conference, so I don't know. Yeah, probably nothing new though. Yeah, well, their their conferences are generally mostly known quantities. Um, yes, Aisha Tyler is hosting again Excellent. this year, Why are you walking away? Um, according to fansided.com. 
All oh, right, nice. reputable source. That's probably <laughs> where Brian found out that Beyond Good and Two and Evil, Beyond <laughs> Good and Evil Two, was coming out this year. All right, according to other slightly more reputable uh, sources, um, one Polygon.com, um, she will also be returning. There you go. All right. So, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. They're I don't know. Going into their stuff, they they usually have kind of like one game that's new and nobody's heard of uh, and then everything else is like I said kind of kind of a known quantity so even though yeah. we haven't heard anything going into it I, I feel like that's kind of status quo for them yeah right. I would be surprised uh, to see anything kind of new slash and or exciting sure yeah I, I think their press conference and this is coming someone from someone who really likes Ubi games I, I just have zero interest in what they're going to show I don't you probably won't see a new Splinter Cell game uh, uh, I, I know we won't. The uh, the last one sold terribly. It's yeah. that's not going to happen at all, ever. I'm surprised they're going back to the Ghost Recon. Well, to be honest, um, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Too. There's nothing I can predict that I would be super excited about unless they added like a crazy single player mode to For Honor, or if Watch Dogs Two shows great. And maybe maybe they'll make oh, Watch Dogs Two the game that we saw the first time Watch Dogs was released or released announced. Um, that'd be cool. It would. That'd be cool. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's the Ubisoft conference, and that's that's all the game publishers. Uh, Square Enix. I'm kind of is... excited that we're gonna see Watch Dogs Two for the first time, and then be able to play it like this year. That's the rumor, anyways. Yeah, it's Ubisoft. It might be three years before that uh, game. Maybe you know. Maybe I. I hope not. I hope it's kind of like hey. Listen, I don't think you have something for this. I think that game was greenlit before Watch Dogs came out, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I, and I, I think, honestly, I think we're going to see that. I don't think it's going to be a uh, fall release. And if, if it turns out to be, I'll eat my words, but I think it's going to be a, uh, a spring uh, 2017 game. Okay. That's... Maybe. Could be. I, uh, wait, do we, do we say what they have coming out this fall at all? Uh... <laughs> No, no, nothing is is nailed down. Um, okay. Ghost Recon Wildlands, I'm pretty sure, has been confirmed for next year. Okay. Uh, so you got to remember, because last year they had what three hmm. big games come out during the fall? Assassins, yeah. Far Cry, not Far Cry. Uh, what else? What was it? Uh, Rainbow Six. Oh yeah, that's right. Gosh. And uh, or maybe it's just Far Cry Primal right after the break, right after. Oh, and the division. Right. I mean, they've had a lot of big games. I, I don't know if we're forgetting one from last year or not, but uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, we probably are. But um, probably forgetting a lot of games. Yeah, I, I, I'm uh, just saying, like, they usually have something big for the fall. So I, I would be shocked if we don't see some big temple game for them. What new? What new? Far oh, Cry sure. Are we getting? God, I don't know. Alan wants Far Cry in space. I, I do too, actually. Space That'd be great. Cry. The far, I'm far so down. I think they could do it too. I really do. I think they could. That would be a really, really cool game. Sure. That'd be neat. I'd, I'd see that. Do you skin the aliens, or is that like too much? Oh man. Space uh, aliens. So, yeah. so the aliens wouldn't be in the main part of the game, but when you hallucinate, oh god, um, no. at whatever point in the game you hallucinate, no. then you'll kill aliens. Can they finally and you'll have superpowers. Can they finally remove that? No. Why would terrible. they do that? 
<laughs> oh, I hate those. Every time they pop up, I'm just like, please, no. But, <laughs> oh well. It's going to happen, Joel. Oh, yeah. Just they don't know how to change stuff. Just accept it. Um, but, uh, so, uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what's supposed to come out, uh, this, this year, I guess. Maybe Watch Dogs is, maybe, I, I don't know, of what we know about Watch Dogs and For Honor would seem like the, uh, kind of most obvious tentpoles yep. for the, uh, fall 2016. Agreed. So, so we'll see. Uh, now, there's one uh, one press conference that is not coming back this year, and that is Square Enix, uh, which I'm a little bummed about because they didn't have the best conference. Uh, I think it was better than EA's. Uh, it was way better than the, the PC conference thing that happened last year. Um, and, you know, it was kind of cool because they, they leaned really hard on the kind of Japanese side of the com- company. Uh, they talked some about... You know the what used to be like Idos, um, but uh, they they got to talk a lot about that kind of stuff. They they talked about Near, which is not a game that I'm excited about, but it seemed like there were a whole hell of a lot of people that were super excited about Near Automata or whatever that game is going to be called. And then they talked about like a new uh, studio that they were making that was going to go back to the roots of like JRPGs, and people were excited about that and. I don't know. I was, I was kind of looking forward to them refining what they had uh, because I felt like they, I don't know. They they make enough stuff that they could have a presence. Um, and in a lot of ways, a Square Enix conference makes more sense than like a Bethesda conference, um, just because of the number of games that they produce versus the other. Um, but they're not gonna be back, so I guess we'll just see them at the Microsoft and Sony. Yeah, I have some predictions on the Sony one, so you'll have to wait for that, but I I think they'll have a huge presence at Sony's press conference, which is not actually unlike them for past years besides last year. Yeah, they they usually do. Uh, And they actually, they had a fairly large presence last year at Sony, which was kind of weird because I don't know, probably about 30 minutes of the, uh, the Square Enix conference was just a retread of um, of the the Sony conference, uh, and maybe that's actually the the biggest reason behind this is that kind of all of their really big hitter stuff is you know it's gonna be at the Sony conference anyway. So you know the people that want to find out about those other things will find out about them even if they don't have their own conference. Right. Um. So I I don't know maybe that's the the reasoning behind all of that, but. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and uh, that PC thing, uh, we will talk about next week. That does it for our first round of predictions for E3. Huzzah, we made it. Congratulations. It's, com- it's coming, whether we're ready or not. Oh, it's, it's coming fast. Good lord. Oh, man. I am so excited for those days just sitting here talking to you guys about what just happened. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Absolutely. And uh, last year, we... Uh, I don't remember which show it was, but uh, one or two of the shows, we actually just kind of all got together. There were a couple of us on Skype yep. watching yep. the conferences, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully we can do that kind of thing again. Yeah, we should do and, that. Uh, and then there's just going to be a whole lot of uh, podcasting in, in rapid succession. 
Yeah. And me editing podcasts faster than I ever have before. Ah, it's always as fun. As long as Skype works, we'll be or Google Hangouts or Skype works, we should be okay. Well, we'll just do both. You know, yeah. for redundancy purposes, we'll, we'll just do both. It'll be fine. That, that never um, ends badly. <laughs> ever. Ever. We just know eventually. But, uh, but yeah, E3 is coming here quickly, so check out Dark Station for our other predictions, and you can see the entire site's predictions for E3, as well as our coverage and our ratings of the conferences. You know, obviously after the conferences, we're not going to do that beforehand. That'd be really difficult and a little weird. But, uh, but yeah, check out Dark Station for all that kind of good stuff. And uh, we will be back in the next episode to talk about uh, mainly Microsoft and Sony. And that, those are always the two that I'm most excited for. So, uh, so yeah, that should be yeah. tons of fun. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, new listeners, I keep forgetting you. You might be there. I don't know. Thank you for listening to the show. Old listeners, if you're there too, thank you for listening to the show. We hope you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, have a good one.